Hello and welcome to everyone to this very special You Can Do It Zoom cast. We are very excited and honored to have three international global messengers here tonight who not only are superstars in their own right, but they're going to share their wonderful and inspiring stories but also talk about their experience in and literally as the media. So let's give a very warm round of applause for Dustin Plunkett, Plunkett <laughs> Hannah Atkinson, and Daniel Smarkowski. Awesome. Thank you, guys. We're so grateful that you're here tonight. My name is Nick Stearns, and I am one of your co-hosts and co-producers. As always, shout out to our, to our technical director, Jason, our creative consultant, Donna, and hi. of course, hi, to, mom. To Adam Hayes, who works for Special Olympics, is an amazing award winning athlete and our film editor. So, hey, Adam. Hey. And of course, to Terrell Limerick, another incredible athlete who works for Special Olympics. And both of these men are our co hosts and co producers. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a very, very special You Can Do It. So I'm going to turn this Zoom square over to Adam, who's going to introduce our first guest, Dustin. All right, Adam, you have the Zoom square. Well, everyone, uh, our first guest uh, is uh, Dustin Plunkett from uh, Southern California. He uh, has uh, been uh, in uh, Special Olympics for uh, a very long while, and he's uh, and what's really cool is he uh, has uh, uh, got uh, he has gotten to go to the 2015 Special Olympics World uh, Summer Games in Los Angeles, as well as uh, be uh, 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 and on-air broadcaster for ESPN uh, uh, during uh, the 2015 uh, Games and 2017 Special Olympics uh, World Winter Games in Austria. Uh, Dustin uh, has had a lot of uh, cool experiences uh, uh, as a uh, um, as a uh, global messenger himself, uh, but before, but uh, let, let's hear what Dustin has to say. Thank you, Adam, for that great introduction. And it's a pleasure to be on with you on the You Can Do It call. And that really rings true to everybody here. Because no matter what you want to do, you can do it. All you got to do is just work hard enough and have a work ethic. And I'm pretty sure Hannah and, Dan, and Daniel will say the same thing. That I'm saying because we all have, have been or are current Sergeant Driver International Gold Messengers, which is an amazing honor to, to have. But when I started working for the World Games, I thought I was just there as a games associate and dealing with athlete leaders. I didn't know that I would go beyond that in my wildest dream. We started a monthly call that I got to co-host in news about special mix all around the world. And I happened to be the first guest on that show that the world games produced on YouTube. 
and it just got bigger and bigger. And all of a sudden, one day, I get a call from Jeff Proctor, who was our vice president of public relations for the World Games. And he goes, hey, Dustin, come down to my office if you have a second. I was like, oh, why? Who's here? And he's like, just come on over. I'm like, okay, I'll be down there in a second. I go walk into his office, and it's none other than executive producer Bill Bunnell from ESPN. And I got to sit down with Bill Bunnell for about 10, 20 minutes talking with him. And he goes, of course, you know, ESPN has signed on to cover the games in LA in 2015. And we want to run some stuff by you. And I just want to talk to you and get to know you a little bit. And after this conversation, I tell him about how special mix saved my life and my cancer story, how through healthy athletes, I've, I've found out that I had gum cancer and I went to a dentist and got my life saved um, by a dentist. And, and so once he heard that, he goes, hey, Dustin, we're going to be in contact, but I'm going to come back next month and we're going to um, make sure we could have some more time to meet. So next month rolls around and Bill Bunnell comes in my office along with Kate Jackson, another producer with ESPN. And they're like, hey, Dustin, I hope you have about two to three hours for this meeting. Um, but we want to run everything by you. We want you to um, run exactly what ESPN is thinking about highlighting story-wise, what they want to cover during the games, and a whole nine yards, and they want my thoughts and opinions on it. And I was like, oh, my God, they want my thoughts and opinions on this? And I'm just one athlete out of so many great athletes that we have here in the United States and in the world. Um, it's an amazing honor to be that one athlete that got the deal of feedback on the stuff. And after talking with them and sharing my story about how especially saved my life and how I was bullied growing up as a kid to um, going to world games and getting to be a speaker at past world games and everything. And at the end of this meeting, they're like, hey, Dustin, we're going to be in contact with you. And it was three days after that joint meeting with both of them. I get an email from them going, hey, Dustin, we want you to be an ESPN commentator for the 2015 World Games. And it was a full job offer from ESPN. I was like, oh, my God. ESPN, the biggest sports network leader out there in the world, wants to hire me. And I became the first person with intellectual disabilities hired by ESPN, got to cover the games and share my story. And when we got closer to the games, they're like, hey, Dustin, you're not just a commentator, you're a broadcaster. Oh, no, wait, Dustin, now you're an ESPN analyst because you're an expert in the fields of Special Olympics. So my title just kept going up and up and up. And they're like, oh, yeah, we want you to call the Parade of Athletes. And during the Parade of Athletes, the one thing that really got me is when they shared the story of Olivia Quigley, a special mix athlete from Wisconsin who had a stage four breast cancer. And she would go to her treatment and everything and come compete in the LA games. And we didn't know that Marty Smith, my fellow colleague at ESPN, was going to cover her story and highlight her at opening ceremonies. And I'm on the desk, and you guys know my cancer story. And if we go to Marty Smith, cut to him. And he shared the story about Olivia Quigley, how he went over to her at UC Riverside while they were training and practicing, getting ready for the games in three days. And he saw Olivia sitting on the bench. And so he goes, I need to follow up on this. What's going on here? Goes and, goes and asks her, hey, Olivia, 
how are you doing? She's like, I'm tired. And then he goes, why are you tired? He goes, she goes, I'm not, I just got done doing chemotherapy for stage four breast cancer. And I'm here competing in the games. And it just knocked his socks off. And he goes on to share the story live on TV. And I'm on a dash with Kevin Nagandi and Lindsay Zarniak. And right after we share her story, how she's overcoming all these obstacles and competing at the games. Kevin goes, Dustin, I know this story hits home with you a lot more than any of us here on the desk. What are your thoughts? And with tears coming out of my eyes, I don't know how I did it, but I was able to compose myself and just put out this statement that I never thought I could say about one of my fellow athletes, but it was like, Olivia, you are the true hero and role model for all the athletes. It's not me being here on ESPN. It's you putting your life at risk to compete in front of the world and showing your true abilities live on ESPN. And I was just so glad I got to came up with that line. I was so nervous how I was going to uh, act on TV with that story and me crying on the desk. I'm like, how am I going to say this? Uh, but I was able to get it out and just have a great time and had a great time working with them in Austria or yeah, Austria as well. And so glad to be here today. Thank you, Adam. Wow. Dustin, I uh, thank you. That was absolutely extraordinary. And, and we will have, mm-hmm. yeah, we're going to open up at the end after our third speaker, we'll open up, you know, questions for everybody. But, but I just have to say your story is, I mean, that was extraordinary. Thank you so much, Dustin. That That's was amazing to me. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. And so Terrell, I'm going to go ahead and turn it over to you to please introduce Hannah. And then, Hannah, yeah. you have the You Can Do It Zoom Square to so share your remember, story. I, I, so tell me again, who is Hannah? Hannah, can you raise your hand? Yeah. I'm, there I'm here. Oh, there you are, Hannah. Woo-hoo! Okay. <laughs> All right. I, I will introduce this lovely lady named Hannah. Uh, and uh, she is a she is a uh, uh, our guest is Hannah, and um, and she is twenty four years old, and she is from Colorado, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, and she uh, and uh, Colorado. She had had leukemia at age two. Uh, she overcame it at age thirteen. She ski and she uh, started to ski. I'm a skier too, <laughs> and she uh, and she has and she. She came. She went to on to ski, uh, swimming, and then she doing uh, basketball and and sock and uh, cycling, uh, biking. Uh, and Hannah, I can't believe you did this. Uh, 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 Every year, she she cycle 
66 miles in one day to raise money for uh, for uh, for for the the uh, for uh, for children cancer. Wow, Hannah. <laughs> And also, and also, one other thing, she has been, she is a church sergeant striver, international global messenger. Uh, global messenger means everywhere. Uh, so, so, and she ha she is a. A a a a a a a a is a she is a she is a she is a reporter. Well, she she won she won a Emmy. For 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 her work. Yep. Hey Hannah. Thank uh, you and thank uh, you. Reporter. Yes, you are welcome. Hey Hannah, uh, tell us tell us uh, about your 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 uh, your Emmy and and uh, and about your news. Your news, uh, your news stories, Hannah. Well, thank you. Um, thank you for the warm uh, introduction. My experience with the media started with the Saturday morning TV show on Denver Seven News, where I highlighted stories about people of all abilities doing extraordinary things. To my surprise, the segment won a broadcast Emmy in 2017. This experience led right into the media venture called China Kindness that Lady Gaga and her mother created. This online platform is a safe place, space for young people to tell their stories of kindness, resilience, and community. By highlighting the people and organizations that are doing good in their communities, China Kindness is an Journal Kindness audience is inspired to create a kinder and braver world, one story at a time. That Amelia experience was spectacular. Lady Gaga decided to showcase some of the stories into an actual book that was released in September of this year. I was honored to have three of my stories included. As a part of the media release for the book, I was invited to be in a virtual conversation with two other authors, Lady Gaga herself and her mother, Cynthia. Right after that, I was approached to do a video piece for the Today Show, highlighting my story about my friend, Sarah, who started a nonprofit called School of Friends. As for my work that I do for Special Olympics, 
They are great at posting my content on their social media. This includes my work as a social trifle international global messenger, like my blogs, education, and inspiring videos. My passion for the inclusion revolution, my Special Olympic World Travels. Special Olympics has also been amazing in posting much of my health national projects, like Cooking Health with Hina series. And speaking at events like Special Olympics, North America Sport Conference. They also have featured my accomplishments as a Special Olympics athlete in cycling and skiing. Friends have also used their social platform, media platforms to highlight my work. Daniel has included me in three of his broadcasts. And my friend, Sarah, has included me in her website for Score Friends. Speaking of websites, I have just launched my own website called Wholeheartedly Hannah. In the loving memory of my brother, I am determined to inspire joy, acceptance, while empowering others to be the best selves through speaking engagements, videos, writing articles, and embracing life fully. This is new to me, so I am just learning how to navigate having a website. Overall, I have entered the world of social media through others. I am grateful that all these groups have posted my work and shared in my experiences. Thank you. Awesome. Wow, Hannah, I, that was amazing. Thank you. I know we're going to have so many Great questions. Great job, Hannah. I know. I know. I can't wait to just hear more about what you're doing and, and more about what Dustin's doing. Thank you so much. That was really amazing. All right. Well, next up, equally amazing, I have the honor to introduce uh, Daniel Smorkowski. And Daniel is a, a writer and he is a podcaster. Daniel graduated with a BA in journalism from Roosevelt uh, University in Chicago, Illinois. He was the 2012 recipient of the Matthew Freeman Award for Social Justice, a huge honor. He's, of course, a Sergeant Shriver, International Global Messenger. And he's also the creator, and he runs a wonderful um, social media platform called Special Chronicles, which we're going to get to hear a lot about. So it is my true honor to introduce to you Daniel Smarkowski. Daniel, take over that Zoom square. <laughs> Thank you, Nicole. And um, uh, uh, I... My story in the media started 12 years ago when I was in my first year of college at Roosevelt University in Chicago. Uh, you can go on the next slide. 
I, I started listening to podcasts and discovered there weren't many of our disability self-advocate voices being heard. And many times in the mainstream media, including podcasting, there was a lack of understanding for those of us with disabilities. For example, on one podcast I listened to, an airline pilot guy, as you can see pictured here, uh, had called into another uh, uh, an, another podcast and used the R word. Once he began listening to the very first podcast that I produced 12 years ago in November 2008, so exactly 12 years ago, uh, actually November 15th is the like actual anniversary date of when I really released my very first show. Uh, once he began listening to, to these very first podcasts, he reached out to me and told me that his perspective changed. This motivated me to continue to use the media as a powerful platform for social change. Go to the next slide. At the same time I was in my first year of college, I became an athlete leader in Special Olympics, Illinois. This month giving speeches to community groups, and I recorded the audio of the speeches and started uploading them as podcasts. So I, w- I would put a lavalier mic on me that I, I know Hannah and Dustin know about, and I would um, record, like, that was when I had a lot more hair than I do now. <laughs> 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 kind of show some age in myself. Um, you can go to the next slide. At, at first, it was me talking about my story of having developmental delays, Listeners across the globe began sending me messages of support that their perspectives had changed by listening to my story. Some of these were special education teachers, uh, parents, individuals with disabilities, my fellow my, my fellow athletes from Illinois. Um, Hannah has been on a few times. Dustin's been on a few times, um, and uh, and and a few, and um, many more. This, but hundreds of guests that it's hard to keep track of exactly who, who is on. Um, and you can go to the next slide. And once I began communicating with these, with these people who offer the, the feedback and their own stories, I decided to record the conversations with them as podcasts. I like the word conversations better than interviews because it sounds more engaging to me as a listener. I'm still, Still today in contact with the airline pilot whose perspective on disability changed. To this day, he continues to support my uh, media platform. I'm going to show a short video clip. We're not going to play this whole YouTube video um, just because I'm just only the first two, which is from Darian and Joao. And Joao is actually an athlete from um, from Maryland. Darian uh, also lives in Maryland and started the uh, Soul Ch- um um, cheerleading program. Um, so, uh, and Darian is also a board member at Special Chronicles. So, I like to, sh- to show a brief clip. Oh. Here we go. Special Chronicles is a wonderful platform for people with special attributes to share their amazing stories. It is inspiring and uplifting for me to hear from people from all around the nation about their great accomplishments. Keep doing what you're doing. Continue to give this wonderful community a place to share their successes and voice what is important to them. 
Hey guys, it's Joelle, and I'm honored to have been a special guest on Special Chronicles, and I would love, and I would love to see others with special needs on Special Chronicles because I think it's amazing, and in the future I would like to see a show about bullying and it bullying needs to stop. Okay, you can go on that. Hi, Danielle, Ed, your great friend and admirer, Tim Shriver, here. Uh, We're going to cut it off before before Tim talks. Uh, Yeah, uh, don't tell Tim. Yeah, yeah, don't tell Tim. (laughs) You can go and watch the the video on YouTube, but yeah, don't tell Tim. Um... Back in college, I was by university. I began working at at the, at the Studio One radio station behind the scenes, doing techno support. So kind of what, kind of like what Adam is doing. I was hesitant to host my own radio show because of a few of listeners not, not understanding me due to my severe language disorder. It includes stuttering. I often tell audiences that communication is my biggest struggle, but it's also my um, biggest passion. Go to the next slide. The Special Chronicles platform uh, allowed me to combine a lot of worthwhile things. For example, oh, whoops. Uh, oh, <laughs> sorry. After my, my first year of college, I, I further refined the mission of my media platform. A cousin of mine encouraged me to create the name Special Chronicles based on both my love of storytelling, and the Special Olympics movement. Go to the next slide. The Special Chronicles platform will allow me to combine a, a lot of worthwhile things. For example, when I speak to various law enforcement groups, I could then not only give a speech in front of the officers, but also I was able to upload the audio in that way and broadcast my support of the law enforcement touch one, which, as we all know, is one of the largest fun, uh um, um, fundraisers for Special Olympics, and our Illinois program is uh, is uh, has has one of the largest partnerships with the Law Enforcement Torch One. So, just shameless plug. <laughs> As Special Olympics would train us new athletes to become athlete leaders like myself, I was able to bi- build up not only my confidence, but my fellow athlete leaders' confidence and give them more public speaking opportunities by having them as guests on podcasts. And some of them have even become guest co-hosts, like um, Hannah and our, um, our other uh, Sona SSIGM co- um, colleague, Renee, recently, uh, a few months ago, did uh, a uh, health, uh, health series that we co-hosted. Uh, next slide. Another example of having special chronicles be more than just weekly podcast episodes is when I was able to be reporting on the ground, holding a microphone in crowds of people. One event was at the Chicago Ducky Derby, a large fundraising event benefiting our, our, uh, our Illinois program. By me being there with a microphone, it built on the excitement for the attendees and brought leadership opportunities beyond sport for myself and others with intellectual disabilities. Go to the next slide. Another event, this time on a global scale, was when I attended 
my first world games in July 2015. And that was when I met, uh, that was when I met uh, Dustin. Uh, this was me once again, reporting uh, on the ground with a microphone in hand in, in crowds of people and supporters. I believe I contributed to making this world wide event, a more personal event with a feeling of family togetherness because of connections that got made around the microphone. Unknown to me at the time, this experience of, of being on location as a podcaster built, built my resume and gave me contacts within the International Headquarters Office at SOI. Some of these contacts feel like they knew me because of the live podcast and on location in Los Angeles. Next slide. And also um, a few more connections. There's a, a, lot, a, a lot more connections, but uh, just uh, 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 a few. Uh, you can go to the next slide. A few years later, I got asked to apply for something very prestigious. And actually, when I uh, first time um, I had Hannah on as a guest, um, we actually, that month, we both applied uh, to be Southern Survival International Global Messengers. And we didn't know that we were both going to see each other again um, uh, the next year when we were in, in DC. So that, that was an amazing, uh, amazing opportunity. And, uh, and, uh, I am grateful to be, uh, to, to, to be traveling, uh, uh, across the globe as an international global messenger. I'm going to skip over the next, the, I'm going to skip over the final f- few slides. So there's a few tips for social change. Um, one is, um, interested in other people's stories. Uh, and then you can, um, yeah, those are a few other, I'm, I'm not gonna, <laughs> um, just for the sake of time. So here's how you can get in touch with me. Um, there's a, uh, that's not my real cell phone number, but it's just, it's, it's a number I give out to fans that fans can text me at. Uh, and, uh, yeah. So thank you for having me and it's, um, honored to, to be here. Wow. Daniel, thank you. I mean, again, as with our our other two guests, your story is extraordinary. And and I'm so I have so many questions, but I know we want to open this up so that our audience has a chance to really have those conversations with each of our guests. So, again, on behalf of the You Can Do It family, thank you, all three of you for being here. And I'd like to now go ahead and as we always do it, You Can Do It open it up for questions and I will try and Terrell and Adam will try to get to everybody so everyone can get a chance to ask their questions. Okay, let's see. We have Joe Wu. You have the first question and you can do it Zoom Square. Hi, Daniel. Daniel. A couple of weeks ago, I saw the uh, United Airlines. Did you meet the president of United Airlines? Y- yes. I, I'm trying to look on the Zoom screen. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's Joe. Um, oh, there we go. Okay. So, hey, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm one of four athletes to work at United Airlines. And... Um, and I and we just celebrated our one year anniversary at United. We're, we're the first four athletes to be service ambassadors, and I did. Um, they they did a video on us, 
Um, and that's all over social media. And uh, I did meet the CEO, um, Scott Kobe. Um, Scott Kobe is a cool guy. Yeah. Very cool guy. Yep. Yeah, very nice guy. That's awesome. All right. Great. Great question, Joe. Thanks for starting out our questions. Who has the next question? I know I saw another hand up. Ah, Elena and then Melissa and then Derek and then Willie. All right. Elena, you've got the Zoom square. Hi, Dustin, Nicole, and Sorry, Nicole. Hi, Dustin, Hannah, and Daniel. Thank you for joining us tonight. I have some, I have a question, and you can all answer this, but um, I remember in the 2017 Austria World Games, I can't remember, I know he was a snowshoer. I can't remember his name or which country he was from, but one of his stories was featured in the ESPN uh, coverage, and he was saying that he lost his home in a fire, and the thing he was most upset about was that he lost all of his medals. So when he, to his great surprise, when he was at the World Games, athletes from all over the world brought him medals so that he could rebuild his collection and add to what he wanted the the Austria games. But my question is for all of you, what is it like traveling to these international events and just hearing all these inspiring stories from athletes all over the world? Okay. I think that question went out to all three of you. So uh, Justin and Hannah and Daniel. Um, I don't know who wants to go first, but it it's a, I guess I'll go first. It it's a inqu- incredible experience to to be at the World Games and to hear uh, other people's stories uh, and um and why I know one thing. So like one story is when um Ian. It's another one of us, SSIGM colleagues, and we did the Abu Dhabi Daily Show where we went around and interviewed and told people's stories. And one story is um, a, a, um, a cyclist from Great Britain, and she won three gold. Well, th- she won three gold medals in Los Angeles, three gold medals in Abu Dhabi. So she's won now six gold medals at two different World Games, and it's in, in incredible to hear stories of what she like all the training and what she has gone through just to get to, to compete at the world games. So yeah, it's, it's incredible. And there was another story of an athlete, I think from the Africa region that I think was in chains. And I, I don't know if anybody else, I, I, I think they, I, I think they highlighted on ESPN. I, I know when Hannah and I went out Abu Dhabi, we, we didn't see a lot of the coverage on ESPN cause we were there in person. But yeah, yeah, those it's incredible to kind of hear stories like that um, from from um, from competing in cycling and getting um, a bunch of gold medals, or an athlete from the Africa region being in chains, being in chains, and and then going to 
compete at the World Games. Wow. wow, that's incredible, Daniel. Thank you. Hannah, would you like to add to that? And then we would love to hear also from Dustin. Of course, I, as Daniel stated, was that we didn't really see a lot of the ESPN news, basically, because we were busy um, attending the opening and closing ceremonies at, in Abu Dhabi, um, as Daniel um, said. And it was just, a, you know, you know very amazing to see the culture of you know Abu Dhabi and how that all transcended. I heard about the story about the trains that Daniel referenced to um just a few minutes ago. So I'll give it back to what Daniel said previously. <laughs> so overall, I didn't really get much um, news regarding um that particular um question, but overall, I think that whatever you guys come up with might be. A little bit more sustainable than what uh, me and Daniel will argue. Um, I want to argue, but like uh, come together on basically, since he and I will deal kind of in person in Abu Dhabi. That's great. Thank you, Hannah. I can only imagine how incredible an experience that must have been and, and what Elena was getting at, you know, just that, that incredible opportunity to be able to tell other people's stories is incredible. Dustin, mm-hmm. we'd love to hear from you to Elena's point about what it's like to have the opportunity to travel around the world and, and be a vessel for people's stories. Yeah. Um, Elena, great question right there. And me, I love traveling. It's one thing I always wanted to do when I got older was travel the world and I get to do the best of all things. I get to cover the games on ESPN and get to travel all over the world. So it's amazing, the uh, best of both worlds. And one thing I really liked about going to Austria was I got to fly over with Team, uh, with team USA. So I got to see, spend uh, the go uh, send-off party in Washington, D.C. with them. Got to be with them at the airport as they're going through security. Then I had to go to my own flight because they're all in separate flights, and I am. Mm-hmm. So it was like really cool to spend time with them, get to know them, get to know their stories and what they're looking forward to the most in Austria. Uh, but the one athlete you did mention, his name is actually uh, Kenneth Ramirez, is the athlete from Costa yeah. Rica. And during that portion, I got to be behind the scenes, behind the cameras and all this, when they, they presented live to him his medals and everything. And what they didn't show on air is when we went to commercial break, all the medals that were on that plaque, each one of his teammates and coaches took one off and got it put it around his neck in front of all of us. And everybody broke down crying. Kevin McGondi, Lindsay, um, all the camera guys, all the people behind the scenes were all crying right there. And we were crying when he took a phone call from his mom after that aired live on TV. So it was one of the best moments that I'll never forget in my entire life. Wow. Wow. Dustin, thank you. That was, that was, wow. Thank you. That was beautiful. All right. Great question, Elena. Let's go ahead. Um, Melissa, you have the, you can do it. Zoom square. Thank you. Okay. Justin, Danielle, and Hannah, right? Is that what their names are? That is correct. Would you ever do a World Series uh, in USA at the 
see. Sa um, let me see. At the what's the state? The Seahawks one. Uh, the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, the state there. Yeah. It is Washington well, State. Thank you, T. Thank you. You're yeah. welcome. For a special Olympics or at okay. Seattle. Yeah. Okay. So the question, Melissa, is have they ever, have Dustin, Hannah, or Daniel ever traveled to Washington State? Seattle. To Seattle. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to turn it over to our guests. Um, in any order? Um, I'll start off since I got to go to Seattle a couple of times. Uh, first time I got to go to Seattle and to stay to Washington is I was asked to be their keynote speaker for Breakfast Champions um, in Spokane, Washington. Then I got asked the year after to speak at their wine tasting event there in Seattle. And then I also was there for the 2018 USA Games. I was there competing. So I wasn't there with ESPN which uh, Dana Schultz got to do the ESPN stuff. And I got to see her at opening ceremony to be her first um, first interview person. That she got to interview live on TV. So it was like fairly cool seeing the passing of the torch from my work with ESPN to her work leaving and covering the games in Seattle. So fun time, beautiful city. And I'm hoping that they bid for the next World Games. It'll be nice to have a World Games there in Seattle because they have so many Great communities, volunteers, and putting supporters there. Great. Thank you, Dustin. Hannah, how about you? Well, no, I haven't been to Seattle, but maybe someday I would love to go to Seattle. I've been to Washington, D.C. Um, to see the headquarters of Special Olympics headquarters in, uh, well, in Washington, D.C., but it's a dream um, to go uh, to, you know, D.C. to see you know, Dustin, I assume Dustin feels, and, but hopefully someday soon I'll go to Seattle. Don't know. Me, but <laughs> I, I have no yeah, doubt that so. you will as well. Yeah. Um, and Daniel, how about you? Have you broadcasted live from Seattle? I no, just like Hannah, I, I haven't been to Seattle, but I, I would love to go to Seattle someday in the future and, Broadcast live or compete or um, if, after after our, after Hannah and our, after our SSIGM Tom is then I would love to like c- compete at, at the World Games. Um, so like if it's ever in uh, if, if the World Games ever comes to Seattle, then I, I would, yeah, then I would love yeah. to either compete or or broadcast live. Wonderful. Great question, Melissa. Thank you. I'd like to turn it over now to Derek. You've got the You Can Do It Zoom Square. Take it away, Derek. All right. So, Daniel and Hannah, it's great that you guys have a podcast because I'm actually working on a podcast myself, actually. I'm working on moving that up. It's going to be called Hamburg's Huddle. And I haven't met Dustin in person yet, but I've actually talked to him before. Um, Because one year I was wondering how I can um, get get started on 
sports broadcasting because that's my dream job. I've talked to D- Dustin and he gave me a few suggestions to start working from the bottom work a little top. And here's a fun story. Um, I did some sports announcing for one of the high schools in Carroll County for Friends Scott Key. And um, I did an article for the agency that I'm with with Penmark. And McDaniel College, one of the local colleges, saw it in Carroll County. And they were playing a big surprise for me one day at work. So one day I was in the back. Um, Working on breaking boxes down at Buffalo Islands. My boss comes in to the kitchen. He's like, Derek, there's somebody here to see you. So I went up, I went up there to see what's going on in the dining room. And I see the whole volleyball team from the end of the college there. Wow. And this was before they opened. So they actually gave me some um, really cool, um, they got me some sports gear, like a couple of these T-shirts, actually. We're one of them actually right now. We've been the college football one. And then a sweatshirt, a hat, and a few other things. So, that's now is a great, um, has a great idea, and I'm still working on it. And I'm actually doing, um, have any of you guys heard of Toastmasters before? Um, yeah, I'm doing that also to help me with my public speaking as well. That's awesome, Derek. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And I and I agree. I saw the, a great comment in the chat. It's so wonderful that you're making these connections to our guests because our guests are great leaders in on so many levels, but also are here as great resources for us. So thank you, Derek. Thank you for that question. Willie, I'd like to turn it over to you. You have the Zoom square. Okay. Thank you, Nick. Sure. All right. So, Dustin, Danielle, and Hannah, thank you so much for being with you guys tonight. So, Hannah, I have a question for you. So, do you think that your new website is called The Hold Haughty Hannah? Yes. So my business is wholeheartedlyhannah.com. You can look that up. Um, I One of the organizations that I support is Special Chronicles. Special Chronicles Broadcast is one of the organizations that I support in my business. So highly recommend to check out both wholeheartedlyhannah.com. You can contact me by my email. If you want any activities, I'm, by the way, I just want to, um, let everybody know that I'm 25 years old, by the way. And uh, if you want more information uh, on speaking requests, I'm down. The spread the awareness of my business, and I can answer any questions you may have. Uh, yeah, I can't make you sure I can answer the first that I have. I wanted to go to that website already. And the other question I want to tell you is what was the best part about being a really good global messenger for the Special Olympics. Awesome. And Willie, is that for all three of them? Um, yeah, okay. all three. Okay. For all three. Okay. All right, go ahead, Hannah. Okay, so uh, my favorite part of, you know, being, being a global messenger is to travel, is to embrace life fully. 
those two things I love the most. And one of the things that I also love the most is definitely talking. Talking is the way of life for me. Always has and always will be. <laughs> but my family is really important to me more than anything else. Because family, dignity, equality is all the things that um, Special Olympics is all about. That's what I think of that. And then it also goes into inclusion revolution, as I said before, because inclusion revolution is the movement that we are in for Special Olympics. That's what me and Daniel does, is we spread the message of the inclusion revolution. And to me, however, I also feel Special Olympics like a second family, because it means absolutely everything to athletes like ourselves, because it just does. And it's about inclusion and it's about inclusion revolution. And I believe that Daniel will say the same thing as well. And because everyone is welcome to this community and this world. And I just think it's just beautiful. And I just thank you all for your positivity because it works and it kind of works really well if we can just be kind to one another. Wow, Hannah, thank you. Thank you. Couldn't agree more. Um, let's turn it over to Daniel, um, to Willie's question about, about what's the best part about being a Sergeant Shriver International Global Messenger. So, Great question, yeah, Willie, by the way. Yeah, it's a great question, uh, Willie. Uh, I agree with everything that um, um, Hannah said. Um, and uh, also the best part about being a uh, Southern Survival International Global Messenger is uh, that, um, that um, to be open to new opportunities and to be open to new to uh, um, new cultures and um, and uh, also be open to hearing other people's stories and and it's amazing to have the second family that's not just within our own state and within our own um, own region, but as Southern Survival as Southern Survival International and Global Messengers, uh, along with our mentors as well. But well, ever since that first week of training in DC we've all grown really close and we're a second family. Like we, we celebrate each, each other's, uh, on both days. We, we, we keep up on our, on our WhatsApp group and we, um, it's, I agree. It, it's, it, it's, a, it's an amazing opportunity to have this second family, uh, that goes beyond just all, all local programs. So it's it's really it it makes the the entire globe not something that's big, but it, it's something that's small because we're all really close. That's awesome, Daniel. Thank you. And and Dustin, how about you? We'd love to hear your thoughts on this too. Yeah, great question, Willie. Thank you for the question. Hannah and Daniel hit the nail on the head with everything that they said. Uh, the one thing I can just touch up upon that they haven't touched up on, touched up on yet. If you ever get a chance to become a sergeant driver, international manager, I say go for it because once you get your mm-hmm. name out, 
once you get your foot in the door, everything you do from there on out, it opens up more doors and more opportunities for you. I know Han- Hannah and Daniel can test. Yeah. We get more and more speaking opportunities, more and more emails from different people. Like when Jason emailed me about this opportunity, I jumped at it right away. It's like one thing leads to the next thing, which is why I told Derek, it's like get your name out there and you can go places. All it takes is just get that first thing going and it's just a, this rolling and you're just on a roll and it keeps going and going and going. And it's amazing to see and meet your fellow international messengers. It is a family. It's a tight-knit family that we all have and so many great opportunities that we can have. Wow, thank you. Thank you, Dustin. And thanks for encouraging folks to look at applying to be a messenger. I'm glad that you said that. I'd like to turn it over now. Thomas, thank you for your patience and for waiting. And I'd like to turn the Zoom Square over to you. It is so nice to meet an hour after from another state. Thank you for coming. Wow. Thomas, thank you. Thank you very much. That was wonderful. I really appreciate what you said. I know our guests do too. That was great. Do we have, we don't have too much time left, but I want to, do we have maybe one more question from our audience? I see David Godoy has a question. David, take over the square. So I uh, thank so much everybody for coming tonight. I appreciate it. My question will be, um, how how is everybody being adjusting uh, the Zoom, the podcasts and radio and radio programs during the pandemic? How how is uh, being is has been an easy transition or it has been a a hard transition from um, during the pandemic? Wow. As always, David, you have amazing questions. Um, let's go ahead. Hannah, can we start with you? How has the, the pandemic affected your work? Oh, kind of significant, um, significant when it comes down to my place of work. I will get off garden. I've been a hostess there for five years now. I have been for a while. I've not been back since March. Um, so it's been, you know, very hard for me. I'm dying to get back to Olive Garden again, um, which is great. But overall, um, soon to be all, I may be go- going back to work again in November, but no guarantee quite yet on that uh, segment stand. So I'll let you guys know as soon as I know firsthand when I'm going to be back at Olive Garden again. But overall, it, it has kind of um, opened up my eyes to do a little bit more um, Zoom calls because of Special Olympics, and because of my place of work for being a certain type of international corporation, so like Daniel has. So, and uh, it's just a lot of fun doing some calls and just being with your family and uh, enjoying every precious moment that you can ever get in life because you can't always, you can't live forever. Let me just put it that way. And you also can um, spread joy, and that's what I do. Because um, Joy is actually my middle name. My full name is Hannah Joy Actinson. I resemble Joy. That's what I do best is to spread Joy and to spread more Joy to everybody on this call. 
So hopefully I did that. <laughs> oh, you very much have done that. Thank you, Hannah. And how about Dustin? How has, um, as David asked, how has COVID-19 affected your podcast and all of your platforms? I mean, how has it really changed the, the things that you're doing? Great question, David. And I'm not sure if you guys are following what's going on with ESPN in the world, uh, but they just announced last week that they are going to be decreasing their employees by 300 people. They had like a 300 people that's on-air broadcasters, uh, social media people, magazine people, and the whole across the whole ESPN footprint, uh, which is really hurting them and all that. I do have my friends that still work there and are uh, live ESPN sports center people. So staying in touch with them, giving them thoughts and prayers that they all need right now during this pandemic. It's very tough to do what they do virtually. Um, as you know, a lot of them call the games live at the stadium and or at the ESPN headquarters and all that. So they're having a rough time. But me personally, I'm glad that I'm working for Special Olympics Southern California. That keeps me fully engaged there. The only thing that's really rough for me is the transition from being in person, working in the office and getting to see my colleagues every day and communicating with them in person. It's now on Zoom or it's now pick up the phone and call them. And it's just not the same. And it's something that will never be the same. And I feel we all, as athlete leaders, we need to start thinking of not let's get back to normal scene, how it was before the pandemic. Let's all start thinking about what is our new reality going to be? What's going to be our new reality after this pandemic? Where is all of our speaking opportunities going to be? Where is the media going to be? Are they going to be fully invested that they were before the pandemic? Those are questions that we don't know right now. And this whole, it will take all of us to make sure that the media comes on board with us once we go back to the new reality. Um, wow, it's a great answer, Dustin. Thank you. And Daniel, how about you to uh, David's question? Um, great question, David. And uh, I've um, both, both went, so my, my uh, pod, uh, uh, um, digital media and podcast work, I've been really productive during this whole global pandemic. I've actually routine the Special Chronicles show and the, I, my girlfriend and, and I, uh, she, I don't know if you can see her, but she's up, she's up there ab- above my head, if you can see. Um, but we, we also co-host a podcast and I've also with co-produced uh, another series with United Airlines called Unified at Work. Uh, we just finished wrap. Oh, I see it. We, I see it. We, we just wrapped 10, um, 10 episodes of a season one of, of that Unified at Work series. And so I've been really productive um, content wise. Um, but then my, my other job at United Airlines, um, they did beginning of October, they let go 16,000 employees and luckily the full of us athletes, um, service ambassadors, we still have our jobs, um, which um, I'm glad and grateful that we still. So I've been really productive um, and thankful for that and um, thank you for for these Zoom um, opportunities as a a Southern Tribal International Global Machine Do. 
Awesome. Well, thank you, Daniel. And thank you, David. That was a great question. You're welcome. I, I truly admire everyone's work. Um, everybody's doing incredible job. I, I couldn't agree more. And on behalf of all of us here at You Can Do It, your, your stories are inspiring and extraordinary and just I could listen to you for three more hours, all three of you. Um, but what's also wonderful is kudos to you for holding space for other people's stories. And there, there are just so many stories out there yet to be told. And I know all three of you will be telling them. Jason will send out all of the information that was shared tonight, websites, podcasts, everything, so that we can all continue to support you and your work and stay in touch with you. And I couldn't thank you enough if I said it a thousand times. You guys, thank you so much for being here and for sharing and taking your time to take our questions. And Terrell, thoughts for today's show? Uh, yes, I heard what you said. Uh, um, uh, okay. uh, hey, Hannah, uh, do you like to be um, a global messenger? Yeah, I actually do. It's what I like, and it's one of my favorite jobs because I work with amazing, talented people. And as I said before, and I'll argue it again, is to be kind to one another and to share joy with one another. Uh, okay. So, Hannah, I was, I am a group messenger, but uh, is it different? Is a uh, certain survivor uh, international group messenger is different than this a normal group messenger? Yes, uh, by a long shot. <laughs> <laughs> and because it has, um, you have to be chosen out of 10 people from around the world to be selected, wow. um, to be a certain trade for international messenger. <laughs> and okay. it's a four-year term, basically. And so me and Daniel has been at it for a while. <laughs> we cannot be wow. been in it for I don't know how long. I'm not really mathematical. <laughs> I can tell you that now. But overall, okay, and Hannah. About two and a half years. Technically, oh, wow. That's a lot of years. Me and Daniel and the other um, SSIGMs from all around the world, too, so we can speak on the behalf of both the other SSIGMs, too. So uh, hopefully that answers your question. <laughs> yes, it does. It does, indeed. Okay. And Terrell, Terrell, can you remind everybody we're going to be back in two weeks, and you're going to be there or... Okay, yeah, yeah, uh, um, yeah, oh, yeah, this, uh, okay, thank you. Um, uh, uh, um, come back in two weeks, we will be here, we, uh, we will, we will be here, be here on Zoom, um, be, um, come, be here, we will be here on Zoom, but, uh, be here, be there or be square. That's right. And Adam, what would you like to leave us with tonight? Well, guys, uh, thank you for joining us. And again, remember, everyone, uh, bring your uh, questions with you uh, next time. And uh, and 
remember, stay positive. Absolutely. And to everybody, and let's do one round of applause for our amazing guest tonight. You guys spread a lot of joy here. So let's take that message and let's all of us spread some joy, support each other. Happiest of Thanksgivings to our guests. And we will see everybody else right back here in two weeks when we share stories about gratitude. Be well, everyone. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. Good night, everybody. Everyone, be safe. Be well. Good night. Thank you. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. Thank, you. Thank you, Dustin, Hannah, and Daniel. Thank you so much. Until next week, we remember choose to include Hannah, special Dustin, thank you. Giving respect. Thank you. Have a nice night. You guys enjoy. Thank you, you free. Have a